We're continuing this morning with the sermon series through the Lord's Prayer. And so I would call your attention to the bulletin uh, in which we have the instruction from the Shorter Catechism. Let us read that responsively as we prepare to hear God's Word. For what do we pray in the fourth request? In the fourth request, give us this day our daily bread. We pray that we may receive an adequate amount of the good things in this life as a free gift of God, and that with them we may enjoy his blessing. Let us pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we pray that in your goodness and your mercy, you will provide for us what we need. We need to hear your words speaking to us in the power of the Holy Spirit. We need to lay hold of Jesus Christ, the bread of life, by faith. We need to be strengthened by him, nourished by him. And so we pray for the blessing of your Holy Spirit upon the reading and hearing of your word. In his name, amen. The scripture reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 6, beginning at verse 25. Let us hear the word of God. Now, this occurs in the context of Jesus's having multiplied the loaves and fishes, having fed the 5,000, and then crossing over uh, to the other side of uh, the Lake of Galilee or the Sea of Tiberias. And so the scripture says, when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not labor for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him, God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, what must we do to be doing the works of God? Jesus answered them, this is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus then said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So the Jews, that is the Jewish authorities, grumbled about him 
because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, do not grumble among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets and they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the father except he who is from God. He has seen the father. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God and to his name be all praise, honor, and glory forever and ever. Amen. The fourth petition of the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. This petition is all about asking God and trusting God for the provision of all our material, physical needs for life on earth. But I wouldn't expect that very many of us today worry about our daily bread. I mean, those of us here this morning, I doubt that many of us really worry about our daily bread, having enough to eat. So why do we have to pray for it? Now, that's a trick question. It is a trick question, and it is intended to expose our very basic, arrogant, presumption that we really do provide for ourselves, that we really do sustain ourselves in daily life by our own power, resources, and wherewithal. I mean, why pray for daily bread when you can get in your car and drive down to the grocery store and buy it? You see, that, that's the kind, that kind of question reflects a worldly cynicism that eats away at the heart of faith. So let's deal with that trick question. Let's deal with that presumption. Let's deal with that cancerous cynicism. Because the fact of the matter is that your life, your next breath, the next beat of your heart and mind, moment to moment, is a gift of God. We are not self-sufficient. We do not sustain ourselves. The mystery of our physical life on earth is bound up with and is completely dependent upon, absolutely determined by the eternal one who himself is 
life and the source of all life. The fact is that the loaf of bread you buy in the grocery store is a gift of God. And the money you use for that economic transaction is a gift of God. And the employment that you have to earn that money or the other source from which it comes is a gift of God. And the soil in which the wheat was grown, the sunshine and rain which fell upon the field, the fertilizer which was tilled into the ground, the sweat of the farmer's brow, the muscle of the miller who ground the grain, the transportation system which delivered those neatly packaged loaves to the grocery store near your home, every bit of it, every bit of it is a gift of God. And if we are God's people, then we must never forget that. And every day, remember our absolute dependence upon God and therefore our gratitude to God. And therefore, to to pray, give us this day our daily bread is first of all to acknowledge in the presence of our loving Heavenly Father who we are. We are frail children of dust and feeble as frail. Completely dependent upon our Father's good providence. We need to be reminded of this. We need to be reminded that we at all times are absolutely dependent upon God. That every good thing on earth is His gift to us. We need to discipline and to train our minds, especially, especially in this greedy and ungrateful culture in which we live. We need to train our minds... And our hearts to remember that everything that we have is a gift of God, including the bun on the cheeseburger. And if he didn't give it to us, we wouldn't have it. And that's just as true for the atheist as it is for the believer. But as believers, we are to bear witness to the goodness of God and to the faithfulness of God by our gratitude to him and our trust in him. And one of the ways that we do that is a very basic and practical application that you can take home with you, and I'm sure you do. You put it into practice. And that is simply to pray a prayer of thanks every time we sit down to eat a meal. And what a, what a very important way to teach our children who God is and who we are. God being the giver of every good and perfect gift and we being children who receive from his hand. And and not to do so, not to pray a prayer of thanksgiving prior to eating is a presumptuous affront to the goodness of God. It, It is actually atheism in practice. That's what it is. Atheism in practice. There... There's a difference between a beast and a believer. A beast doesn't give thanks before it eats. And a believer does. But 
Okay. Give us this day our daily bread. Why do we well-fed American Christians need to pray? That petition, because we, the fact of the matter is, we really do. We really do need our Father in heaven to give us our daily bread, and we need, to be, we need to be reminded every day that our daily bread comes from his hand. Now, number two, let's, let's take this fourth petition in the context of the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer, by way of review, has six petitions. The first three are all God-centered, God-focused. God's name, God's kingdom, God's will. First things first. Those first three petitions orient our prayers and orient our lives toward God so that we remember that our lives are not about us. Our lives are about God and living for His glory and enjoying Him forever. That's what those first three petitions are all about. God first. Honoring his name, seeking his kingdom, and doing his will for his glory. And then we have the second set of the petitions. Three petitions, daily bread, forgiveness of our sins, and deliverance from temptation and evil. These concern our physical and our spiritual needs. And they teach us that God is concerned about our well-being, our physical and spiritual needs, and that he welcomes our prayers for our physical as well as our spiritual needs. But these two sets, the, 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 the two sets of the petitions are not separate from one another. They are integrally connected to one another. You see, the first three petitions call us to live God-centered lives on earth. And the second three petitions, we pray for our physical and spiritual needs. Why? So that we may more faithfully, more fully, more fruitfully live God-centered lives for His glory on earth. What's the whole point about receiving daily bread? Why is it really important for us to receive our daily bread? So that we can live on the earth for the glory of God. For the honor of his name, for the seeking of his kingdom, and for the doing of his will on earth as it is in heaven. That's why we pray for our daily bread. It's not just about us. It is about our need, but it's in order that our need be met in order that we might live for God's glory. And Jesus teaches us this very thing just a little further on in the Sermon on the Mount. In Matthew chapter 6. In that familiar passage about the birds of the air and the lilies of the field, Jesus said, Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or your body, what you will wear. In that passage, Jesus is not, he's not teaching us to live irresponsible, freeloader, hobo lives. Of course not. We know from other passages of Scripture that the Lord commands us to work in order to eat our own bread. So what was Jesus' point when he said, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or your body, what you will wear? Well, how does the passage continue? How does it come to its conclusion? Jesus said, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So what Jesus is teaching us, both in this petition and in the passage in the Sermon on the Mount concerning food and clothing, what Jesus is teaching us is that as we seek to live God-centered lives, 
honoring God's name, seeking his kingdom, doing his will on earth as it is done in heaven for his glory. As we are living this Godward life, we can entrust ourselves and all our needs into our father's faithful care. We can ask for our daily bread and trust that he will provide it. In other words, we're set free from worry and anxiety in order to live with joy, trusting in the goodness and power of our Father in heaven. Okay, that's a a theological backdrop, if you will. What's the practical application? Here we go. Under the heading of daily bread come all the needs for life on earth. Material provision, including gainful employment, physical health, Medical care, educational opportunities, not as a wish list to make me rich and fat and happy and super successful according to the world's standards. But these are real prayers for real needs that we have in order to enable us to live more effectively, more fruitfully as God's people on earth for the glory of his name. That's what this is all about. Provide us what we need that we might live As you call us to live. And since we pray our father. As Jesus' brothers and sisters. Since we pray as brothers and sisters of one another. Since we pray give us this day our daily bread. Then you see when we pray this prayer. We are praying for the daily bread. The material physical provision of one another. This is a prayer not only. For you and for me as individuals, it's a prayer for us as God's people and God's people all over the world in Christ and those who do not yet know Christ. When we pray this prayer, we are to be mindful of the needs of others. We cannot pray this petition faithfully, especially we cannot pray this prayer faithfully without at the same time praying for the needs of others to be met. And furthermore, we cannot pray this prayer faithfully without being willing to be the means by which, through which, God will answer the prayers of others. The point being that this prayer, give us this day our daily bread, has a missionary component to it. How can we pray this prayer for ourselves without being willing to share our bread with those who are truly in need? Here in Monroe, Washtenaw Parish, United States of America, and around the world in order that the world may come to know that Jesus Christ is Lord. And that gets us, of course, to the main point. And that is that daily bread in all its forms can sustain us only for this life. This life is important. But this life is not all there is. 
And this life lived without the blessing of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. This life lived without a personal relationship with Jesus Christ is little more than a living death. And so when we pray, give us this day our daily bread, you see, we hear God's promise of the gospel. What is the bread that we really need? We need bread that will give us life forever. And this is what God has given to us in Jesus Christ. Jesus said to the crowd who sought him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not labor for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man, I, will give to you. And, and, and to the Jewish authorities who grumbled against him, just as the Israelites grumbled against the Lord when they wandered in the wilderness, Jesus said, your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. You see, the bread which Jesus fed the 5,000 was bread for their earthly life. But it was a sign of Jesus Himself who is able to feed us with Himself so that we might have eternal life. The manna in the wilderness which, which God provided to the Israelites was, was bread for their earthly life, but it pointed to the true bread of heaven who would come down to give eternal life, Jesus Christ. And the daily bread that God supplies for our earthly needs, likewise. Every piece of bread, here's your take home, here's your homework, here's your homework. When you go home and slice that bread or put that roll on the plate, it's a sign to you. It's a sign to you. Not only that God is good and faithful to provide you with your daily physical needs, but that God has provided His only Son, Jesus Christ, to be your bread of life. Every bite of physical bread ought to remind us that Jesus is the bread of life and in Him we have life forever. And so you see, even this petition, give us this day our daily bread, points us to the cross. It points us to the cross of Jesus who gave Himself, His flesh for the life of the world. And He calls us to Himself. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to Me will not hunger. 
Whoever believes in me will not thirst. Whoever comes to me, I will in no way cast out. He calls us one and all to come and feast on Him. Brothers and sisters, our absolute dependence upon God for our physical needs is is nothing compared to our absolute dependence upon God for our spiritual needs, which He has provided in Jesus Christ. We could eat all the bread we wanted. We could eat all the bread in the world, and yet we would die and perish. But Jesus Christ is the bread of life. And we... We receive that life just like eating a piece of bread. We receive Him into our lives through faith. And we eat that bread of heaven by coming to Jesus Christ in faith as starving sinners, poor beggars in filthy rags with empty hands, confessing our need of Him, placing our trust in Him, pledging our lives to Him. This is Jesus' call, His invitation, and His promise. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never hunger. He who believes in me will never thirst. And so, as we pray for our daily bread, let us give thanks to God for the bread of life who has come down from heaven that we might live forever. In whose name, let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for the provision you have given to us in your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you that you have given to us bread which money cannot buy. You have given us bread which never perishes. You have given us bread which never grows stale. You have given unto us the bread of life, the bread of heaven, that we might feed on Him. And by the power of His grace and mercy and righteousness and everlasting life, we too might live eternally. We give you thanks and praise in his name. Amen.